Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, a podcast where we talk about The Office. I am Jamie, and today I am joined by the one and the only Justin. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me today, Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome to this uh, very well-known talk show. <laughs> um, and today, a little later, we'll be talking about uh, Night Out, um, the episode Night Out. But before that, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about what would be for us a very good night out or an ideal night out. So what would be a good night out for you, Just? So I had an answer for this, and, <laughs> okay. and I realized that my answer involved a lot of not going out. So I feel like, <laughs> respect the question, I do want to <laughs> yeah. stay out Okay. during so, my night. So just to make sure, the original answer would be, your perfect night out would be a night in? Yeah. <laughs> yep. A guy's afternoon in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so I will... Um, so it, the night starts. Um, <laughs> yes. The sun has, you know, fallen behind the uh, the horizon. <laughs> okay. So the night starts, um, and it starts as all great nights do, uh, with laser tag. Ooh, I think you just won with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so so we go out and we play laser tag. Nice. Maybe two rounds, because laser tag is pretty physically intensive. I don't know if I could go longer than two rounds with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that doesn't take very long. We're like half an hour into the night. So we'll go uh, and we'll go and we'll get like... I'd say I'd say we'll go get coffee somewhere. Ooh, like nice. kinda, maybe maybe like an iced coffee or a decaf. Uh, this is getting pretty late. <laughs> <laughs> and this shows just how old we are. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm thinking this is in a place that has like, um, so it's like an arcade, but not like Dave and Buster's because like I don't know. So like Dave and Buster's games are mm-hmm. always like shoot deer while this woman in a bikini is on the street. <laughs> is that how they are? That's how they are. Oh. Um, or like look at the look at this like dumb little mobile phone game that we have <laughs> blown up into this $3000 machine. Um and like so I'm thinking like just more like classic arcade than that. Like strange uh, like stranger things arcade. Much, yeah, much like stranger things. Um, I know it's it's also common, or it's also like becoming a more common thing for um, like there to be like consoles set up in these places. Mm-hmm. So like that would be cool. Have like Super Smash Brothers there. Like yeah. that's if that is the case, that's going to be where we're spending a pretty big chunk of time. <laughs> um, so we have like we have coffee, we have soda, we have pizza, Ooh, um, nice. and. Uh, and then, like, as the night is stretching on, and it's getting to be, like, um, uh, I'm guessing, I guess, like, at this point, it'll be, like, nine-ish o'clock. Okay. Um, this is a summer night. Uh, we will go to the drive-in, and I think we'll close out the Ooh, night. At the nice. Uh, With a double feature? Probably not making it through the double feature. Ah, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hitting the caffeine crash we were out all day we're pretty exhausted maybe we're just gonna see the first one okay and what type of film are we thinking 
Mm. Uh, I'm thinking like an adventure film, so like uh, The Goonies. And okay. Like, uh, Indiana Jones. Um, okay. They show Stranger Things at the drive-in. That'd be great. That'd be pretty cool. All right. That's a pretty. That's a pretty solid night. I think. I'd be tempted by that. Um, let's see. I oh man, yeah, that's good. Laser tag. Uh, you know what's like surprisingly sometimes fun still. I, I mean, I think I guess the last time I went was like in 2013. But going either bowling or going out to like the roller rink and <laughs> and roller skating around. Did was, you ever I do was, that? I was with you during the bowling. Uh, <laughs> The the roller rink, I would say, if somebody invited me to roller to roller skating, I would, I would think as hard as I could of excuses of why I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, picture this: it's a two in one venue. We have bowling, mm-hmm. and then we so we we you know, we start the night with bowling, you know, and during mm-hmm. bowling, you know, we're having a lot of fun. We're listening to some music. It's good times. And then someone suggests we go skating, but at the skating part of the venue, there's also a pizza place. Okay. So some people can just enjoy their pizza and chat. Yeah. So I do love roller rinks. Yeah. So you don't have the, to. Like, no obligation. Pretty. Pretty. I'm not like super. Maybe a couple of laps. Yeah. I would be wearing skates during it during the <laughs> night. Yeah. But most of the time eating pizza. Right. I mean, you have to have the experience of like you know w- like trying to roll to the table and whacking your legs on the table like. That's yes. a very integral part of the yeah. night. And <laughs> Key to the roller rink experience. Yes. But no, we're not going for NASCAR here. Like, not a billion yeah. laps around. <laughs> um, and then after that, I'm thinking we, uh, we'll find some place that's, like, not too crowded with our group of friends. Like, say, oh, I know. We'll go to the local, um, what do they call that? Like, playground. Like, one of those old wooden-style playgrounds. And then we'll play on the playground um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, chat and whatnot. And then I think we're going to have to we're going to have to end the night getting a late night ice cream cone. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, that is a very that is a very pleasant evening. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. But definitely no clubs. <laughs> the roller rink is the closest I'll, I'll get us to a club yeah, deep tracks only uh, uh, so let me uh, let me float this to you okay uh, it's like you talking about roller rinks and bowling alleys made me think of it so so it's a bowling alley yes but like the lanes mm-hmm. like that's the roller rink so like, people are <laughs> skating on the bowling lanes for <laughs> bowling and you have to avoid the balls and you have to avoid the balls <laughs> and so i'm thinking i'm thinking like to, so it's like nickelodeon guts and so like one team is like the bowlers and the other team is the skaters and so like the the roller skaters have to like take stuff from one side of the rink to the other ah. uh and also at the same time have to prevent the bowlers from hitting the pins Ooh. They have to, like, block the balls. I I think you just brought the adventure to to this night, too. Yeah. I'm digging that. It's almost... It feels, yeah, kind of like a Legends of the Hidden Temple thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I think that uh, if we still have the grease that's on the the lanes usually, 
I think it's going to be pretty catastrophic, but <laughs> that's part of the, the excitement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wear knee pads. Yeah. Knee pads, maybe a whole body pad. Uh-huh. And it'll be fine. It'll be all good. Yeah, I think that's a good night. I think that uh, that's an A+, plus, an A star even. Yeah. <laughs> so those nights sound great. Those are definitely A plus nights. What is not A plus is getting your getting gum stuck in your hair. Yeah, that's <laughs> A minus at best. At best, depending on the type of gum, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> a nice juicy oh, fruit. Okay, maybe. so it's a it's like a hair clip, but <laughs> in the hair clip is like an emergency piece of gum. Yeah. <laughs> So is, are, it's like a are, you, are you on Shark Tank right now? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> a locket with you, one piece of gum. <laughs> I have to, I have to like um, make better records of my brilliant ideas so that I like I can point to it and be like, remember in Threat Level Podcast episode fifty two when I said the emergency hair clip gum piece? <laughs> Already copyright copywritten. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I don't actually know what episode we're on. We're around 52, right? This is going to be 61 when it comes up. My goodness. Yeah. We're getting there. Slowly coming up on our 100th episode. Fine. Eventually. Yeah. It'd probably be there sooner if we you know, recorded weekly, but sometimes yeah. we don't. <laughs> Life gets in the way. You know? It is a long-running show, though. True. And, you know, they took a... They took a four-month break during the writer's strike, so we can have a couple, a couple yeah. months here and there. <laughs> I'd like to know. compare how long Threat Level Podcast, like how long until that hits all the episodes, versus how long The Office hit all the episodes. I really hope that we'll finish before The Office <laughs> does. I mean, I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we do like a couple of years hiatus in the middle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you, have you ever had gum stuck in your hair? No. No? I don't know how people get gum stuck in their hair. I think people typically put gum in other people's hair. As somebody with very long hair? Yeah. At one point in your life? Yeah. Did you ever get gum stuck in your hair? In your very long hair? I'm, I think that yes, I did have gum put in my hair at one point. But I think it was actually before it was too long. And I, because I distinctly remember the whole like peanut butter thing. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, and the gum did come out, remember so I guess it worked. I <laughs> I uh, remember smothering like the gum and the hair strands in peanut butter, <clears throat> and it came out. So seems like it works, but um, when I had very long hair, no, I don't think anyone put gum in it. Um, do you know who put gum in your hair? I did at the time, and now it seems like such a vague memory that I'm wondering if I'm also if I'm almost like making it up. <laughs> So I, I can't remember. Surely, surely no one that's you know kind-hearted would do that. So mm-hmm. seems like a very like elementary school thing to do. But for some reason, I want to say it was high school, but I can't remember. Maybe it was an accidental like someone tripped the gum, flew out of their mouth into my hair, and then someone mashed it down. I don't know. That is a Nickelodeon series of unfortunate events. <laughs> It really is. That is like a uh, a slow motion, um, and it's in the person with the gum in their mouth yeah. would be the girl uh, who has a crush on the guy where the gum ends up. True. Like in, 
her and she's like very embarrassed and they're just like no yeah yeah <laughs> just wants to crawl in a hole and die <laughs> oh teenage love but uh... <laughs> oh all of high school wanting to crawl in a hole and die um but yeah i don't know i found that this whole um this cold open i mean i know that we have a bunch of like cold opens that are not tied to the episode whatsoever but i guess right. maybe it's because we've had a string of ones that have had some sort of like continuation that this one i was just like what yeah this seemed very out of place you know uh yeah it's hard to um i, I don't like i wonder what like the thought process is for like do you write an episode that's too long and then you're like okay well the first like 10 minutes has to be in the cold open or whatever yeah um well that's 10 minutes is huge the first like three minutes has to be in the cold open um or do you think like i really want this funny little sketch to be in it but i don't really know where it would i don't really know where it would ever fit so i'm just gonna throw it into a cold open i feel like it's got to be that you know i feel like people have like these really good gems and they're like this would be great to see you know michael or whoever in this situation but it won't make a full subplot like, we couldn't have a full episode about Michael getting gum in his hair. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, two minutes of it is is pretty funny. Yeah. Even though I'm not entirely sure, like, still how he managed to get gum in his hair. Was it under? Uh, was it stuck under? Something shiny under Stanley's car. And there was gum stuck under? It up. <laughs> and he but, got gum in his hair. But who stuck gum under Stanley's car? <laughs> is Stanley car is Stanley's car like a 1990s school desk or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a bleacher. Have you ever put gum underneath a table? I have not. Have you? <laughs> the world thanks you. <laughs> have you? No. Okay. I mean, I'm not a monster. <laughs> Why would anyone do that? I don't know, but it's such like a trope. I feel like in every like high school movie or whatever, it's always like someone sticking gum under a desk. I mean, I have been like, I mean, through high school, that was my experience. There's a ton of gum under the right. desk. But who, uh, like, why can't you just put the gum in the garbage? It's right there. The right. <laughs> just swallow it. Just Or it, swallow the, it. There's yeah. garbage in your body. Right. <laughs> You're just, if you're a person who's thinking about putting gum under the desk, you're already garbage. So just swallow <laughs> it. <laughs> um, you're a human garbage. <laughs> but honestly, that's kind of my entire feeling towards New York City, too. Because, like, you'll find trash, like, strewn all across the street. And yet there's, like, a half-empty garbage can one step away. And I'm like, how? Or sometimes we're walking behind, behind someone and you'll see them throw, like, an entire, like cheeseburger wrapper on the floor and i'm like yeah. what yeah you know or, or like, like you're what? like driving behind a car and like there's just an explosion of paper <laughs> garbage out of their window yeah and you're momentarily blind and swerving off the road <laughs> blind rage blind. <laughs> it's not even the garbage just pure yeah. rage <laughs> yeah i don't get it i don't understand why people yeah I don't think it's that difficult to put something in a damn trash can, but whatever. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, they get the peanut butter out, and uh, despite the fact that, or they get the gum out, even though Dwight's eating some of the peanut butter. That, you, that is cool. The best part of the cold open, though, was when 
Dwight is looking at the uh, the the jar, and he's like, "Ooh, lots of calories." And Michael's just like, "Well, don't leave it on too long," <laughs> as if they're gonna absorb through his scalp. Uh, um, which reminds me, uh, the episode this episode was written by Mindy Kaling. Um, oh, okay. I feel like because like when I was I watched the episode before like finding that out, and I was like, I bet it was Mindy Kaling. Like it was such a like the jokes are very Mindy Kaling jokes. I think. I think she's my favorite writer. I don't know. I think I feel like I said somebody else was my favorite writer. <laughs> yeah. A couple of weeks ago, but uh, I just I think her jokes are very very funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny though because again she's not really in this too much. Like she has the one little quip with Ryan, but aside from that, she's just kind of hanging out. Like I know they're all professionals and they all have a lot to do with the creation of the show. Like they all have like a lot of different credits other than just acting. Yeah. But like I would feel really weird writing an episode and like having a major part in the episode right yeah it's almost like a faux pas yeah you can't do that yeah i don't really know what that process looks like like maybe after you write an episode it has to get like approved by someone too and so like that's kind of like the filter yeah Uh, probably it is kind of interesting to see like how like i wonder how many times people join a show without an intention of writing but then like end up becoming a writer because i don't know i guess you're familiar with like the story and the characters and maybe it's like an easier right an easier thing to write than like a new show or something right Hmm. because we have like toby toby's real life person who i forget paul lieberstein yeah he writes on it like a lot of people write on it so it's kind of (laughs) it's real life person um so it's kind of interesting yeah i would like to know like what order like did they start on the show and already have intentions of writing or did they slowly Hmm. it'd be interesting how like how like overlapping they all are like so many of the actors are also writers and producers and producers and directors and it's like it it almost feels like um like a youtube channel like kind of yeah like a bunch of friends getting together making a show and then like um but like it's huge yeah Instead of, yeah, a very small budget type thing. It's kind of interesting, though. Like, I imagine that working on a show for that long, it, I mean, it seems like everyone is very fond of each other. So they kind of, like, became close friends and stuff. Like, it kind of, it feels like, Jim, you did theater, right? And yeah. I feel like at the end of, like, towards the end of the the run or whatever, when you're finally about to, like, do the show or whatever, I feel like there was always such, like, a nice close bond of, like, com- camaraderie because you'd been through, like, these long, stringent rehearsals yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> like, it was always a cool bond. And I feel like, imagine having that, but for, like, nine years. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Um, yeah, I can, like, the... Like, the feeling of being a part of a show or like having because like i had a really good director and like i feel like most theater directors in high school are usually pretty good yeah Um, my my last year actually i was not like super huge on the directors but uh anyway like yeah that feeling of like friendship and a bond and like creating something together is like like that was the best feeling in high school oh yeah um, i do a lot of work a lot of my work is involved with like trying to find adult role models in high schools for students and like that's what it's based on is like getting that feeling to like more students like 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scooter's going crazy. I know. Like, <laughs> Scooter, I'm like, he was, he's been sleeping all day. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like that, because it's so important to high schoolers to have that, like, like when you're, when you're growing to have that attachment to other people and to adults. Um, right. Yeah. Or, you know, like, because like it helps you, it builds resilience in your life. Um, and so it's like you, you can handle adversity. Oh yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, one of the things I don't remember much from high school, but like one of the things I definitely remember are the, <clears throat> the teachers that the adult figures, I guess I should say that like m- made an impact, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a crucial thing. It's kind of like, I feel like that's an essential part of, of schooling. You always have to find those people. All that to say, that feeling of like growing together and building something together is, yeah. I'm sure, uh, intoxicating is not the right word for it. Uh, that's In a good way. <laughs> in the good way, yeah. 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 But yes. Let's talk about Night Out. <laughs> so which storyline should we start with? The Night Out or the Night In? <laughs> Um, I think there's more to say about the night in. Okay. So we'll do the night out first. Okay. Uh, so I think it's kind of telling like immediately that Michael, so we know that he's looking for another person already and apparently mm-hmm. can't find an attractive woman of like it's Crawford-esque a, beauty. It's, yeah, a certain crawford <laughs> Uh I don't, if you showed me a photo lineup and had Cindy Crawford in there, I would never know. Oh, like, I, I, I don't know what she looks like right now. I don't even know who she is. Like, no, I just know she was like this big like name in the 90s. Uh, I mean, now like, I'm really tempted everyone to... Everyone was talking about Cindy Crawford, and I don't know why. Oh, she looks familiar, but I wouldn't have pictured her otherwise. So is he's she, like, like an actress? She... I want to say yes. Looks like she was probably maybe a model at some point. Cindy Crawford. Let us look at her Wikipedia. Uh, model and actress. There we go. Yep. <laughs> I feel like she was a model first then. Oh, probably. If, if she's like being labeled as a model and actress, like yeah, acted as, you know. Oh, just... and she did, she did what everyone did in the early 90s, which was those fitness videos. who was the really famous fitness person that like everyone i feel like everyone's mother had the video for it was like something with a d denise denise austin is that a name Mm, i'm not familiar with that name denise i don't remember but anyway yeah so he wants this model basically and (laughs) Apparently, he's not finding anyone who's in, in anywhere near the realm of a model. But it's been two episodes since Dinner he, Party. Yeah. So Dinner Party chair model, and then this one. Yeah. So it's been we imagine what like less than a month in their time, like probably just a couple <laughs> weeks. Uh huh. And yet he's like immediate. I guess he's on the rebound, but yeah. trying to find someone. But he says something that's very crucial to like Michael in general, and he says that like it's not about the horniness. It's about the loneliness, uh, you know, and that's yeah. that pretty much sums up Michael's life. I think 
She, and it uh, doesn't, I mean, he does it, he did it last episode too, and he was talking about the chair model, about how she could just like curl up and watch a nice movie. And right. like, um, I think, I think Michael has like a, a, he wants an attractive girlfriend. He does. Like he's very superficial with that part, but like, that's not actually what he's looking for. What he's looking for is like a friend. He just wants that friend to be really attractive. Right. Yeah. So the, th- the thing that's most important to him, which is, you know, the wanting to curl up on a couch and stuff, he's not even yeah. considering with other people because, <laughs> you know, look how he treated Pam's landlord. I mean, yeah. that was just <laughs> awful. <laughs> Poor Margaret or whatever her name was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Helene was just super hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... uh so yeah, then he goes uh, on. Decides to go out on the town with uh, with Ryan, despite his best wishes. And I like that Andy tries to invite himself. Although yeah. I'm a little confused about like what. So what does he say exactly? Something or like chain, the ball and chain's been a lot more chain than ball recently. <laughs> right, and I'm like, what does that? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> Because uh, she doesn't I even have to like, I can't like explain that. I, I know what he's saying, but I don't know what it means either. Okay, because I'm like, I I mean, yeah, I don't understand. But uh, <laughs> even Angela isn't like terribly like. I feel like my assumption is that it sounds it sounds like awfully like something sexual. But Angela, who I think would be freaked out or like annoyed, is kind of just like, "Hello, I'm here." Like she's not right. that phased yeah. by it. Yeah, I mean, it might just be like like basketballs, like <laughs> on, like the the like balls are involved with games, like. Yep, and chains too, I guess sometimes. <laughs> Name a game with a chain. <laughs> How about um? Hold on, give me give me a second. Uh, there's got to be some game with a chain. I don't think. What so. about what about like a serious version of the of Skip It with a chain? Yep. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> like an Iron Maiden. That does not sound like. It's actually just a Morning Star tied to your leg, yeah. and you're like kicking it around. Yeah, it's just like Skip It. It's like a really <laughs> just like it's it's Skip It, but it's also just serious and intense. It's Skip, and it's skip It Extreme, you know. It's it's Malgoth skip it. <laughs> okay, so I guess there aren't any games with chains, but um, but yeah, it's a weird sort of thing to say. But I'm glad that he wasn't invited out because uh, I couldn't have handled Andy and Dwight and Michael all out on the town. That's too much. That's too much for one episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, Andy, and Dwight ever do something together? I wanna. Th- I think they do. Well, there's like the the rivalry at the beginning, right? Maybe, maybe they don't do anything after that. I want to say they do, but I can't remember what. Don't they go to a conference or something together later, or was that earlier already? I know Oscar and Dwight, or Oscar and Andy go to a conference um, oh. because that's where Oscar is like Andy's. No, Andy is Oscar's wing. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but huh, maybe yeah. Dwight and Michael are there. Is that when Dw- Dwight gives his speech? 
Um, no, that's like way earlier. This yeah. is when Michael, when Dunder Mifflin is struggling and Michael has to give a speech. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe it would have been interesting to see then, but I don't know. I feel like Dwight can can let loose without Andy being there, you know? Yeah. And does and he spend the whole night telling people what they look like? Yeah. And, you know, Amazon, Amazonesses or whatever. Who look like a hobbit. A hobbit. These like white slaves. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the best part is when they go to that club with the basketball players, the female uh-huh. basketball players, and he is, they're like pairing up and he tells the one not to step on the hobbit-esque guy. <laughs> he's like, careful, don't step on him. Like, <laughs> he's not that short. When at the end of the night, uh, they're like leaving, and then Troy's like, "Don't take him to a hospital." And then he like runs away, and Michael's like, "That was weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a very good friend. But, but um, so yeah, they started the night off at prerogative. <laughs> yes, they did. To this, this horrible club, mm-hmm. where yeah. I like when I like the line where. Ryan's like, do you want to go to a club where we can meet older women? And Michael's like, I'd like to go where we can meet older girls. Yeah. Yeah, after he describes prerogative as a sexy preschool. <laughs> <laughs> like, ew. He did, that girl that he was talking to did look she, like she was like 16. It's like, that's yeah. too much. Yeah. Maybe not. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just seeing like clubs like that. And I know people do the club scene, but I'm like... I don't I don't get any I don't understand any attract how people are attracted to that sort of scene. Yeah. I'm like, it's like I like I'm, I know that like introverts see the world differently from extroverts, but like yeah. I can't imagine a life where like I could go into that space and be like, "Yes. This right. is just <laughs> such a good place." Yeah, like, this is where I want to spend my Friday night. Like, no. Sounds like a nightmare to me. But, um... I'd love to not hear anything anyone has to say. Right. That's kind of... Yeah, that's worry kinda, about seizures. Right, exactly. That's kind of why I can't even stand going to bars half the time, because you just can't... Like, I, I know some people go there, obviously, to, like, drink heavily. But I feel like whenever I end up at a bar with friends, it's to talk... And, right. you know, the last thing I want to do is leave a place at the end of the night and then have a sore throat in the morning. I'm like, right. this, this sucks. Yeah. Especially, like, because you're not, like, scream. It's not like a concert and you're, like, screaming at the stage. Like, <laughs> right. you're just, like, talking to the people at the table that you're with. Right. Um, so, is it, so here's, so it's a bar. Yeah. But it has, like, a noise limit. <laughs> so, uh-huh. like, if you get too loud, you get kicked out. Okay. I'd and be... it's like, hey, you can come in and drink and be and have fun with your friends, but like, chill out. I think that'd be okay. I don't know how to like. I don't know how to market that. <laughs> A low key, um, low noise yeah. bar. <laughs> we will shush you. We will shush you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um we can call it uh what was that film with the when you can't speak or the monsters meet you? was it a quiet place yeah a quiet place did and you we watch will, that i did yeah did you watch it yep 
Oh uh, yeah. That's um, good. I can't. I like. I'm sorry, John, but I can't like see you in anything. Oh, you're just like, what is Jim doing here with? <laughs> it's just. It's just like it's like Jim, I'm watching Jim act in a movie. <laughs> I mean, I I I felt like felt like for that he was different enough that I was I was fine doing it. I haven't watched the uh, what's the series on Amazon that he's in? Jack Ryan. Yeah, I haven't watched that, but I feel like too much too much exposure, like several episodes worth, and maybe I'd be like, why is Jim now a marine <laughs> or whatever he does? Right. But um. um it was kind of like with the episode or the the film that had him and also the guy who played Roy in it as like army buddies or whatever. I didn't know that that existed. I don't know what it's called and I didn't see it, but I remember seeing like posters of it and someone had like changed the like subtitles to be something like, you know, what happens when people mess with Pam or something like that, you know, because they're like <laughs> carrying firearms and stuff I'm like this is absurd. Um, I think I could watch him in that movie with Matt Damon about fracking. Okay. I feel like I could get beyond my not gym hatred, but like gym <laughs> like Just I see gym everywhere. Yeah. Um I mean it's kinda hard. It must be difficult when you act in something for so many years that you know, people only see you as that. Yeah, I mean, and, like, we're edge cases where we watch The Office all of the time. Right, but still. I mean, I feel like that's, like, the one thing he's most known for, you know? Yeah. Although, it's I guess... like, when Daniel Radcliffe did anything Right. Else, like... Oh, it's weird, you know? Like, I... Did you see that one with Daniel Radcliffe where he was, um... There was something where he was, like, the younger version of a doctor... I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, it was a story of, like, a doctor who was telling his, like, life story, and Daniel Radcliffe played his younger self. But the entire time, I was just like, Harry Potter? What is going on? <laughs> Harry Potter has left magic and has become a 19... or an 1880s, you know, uh, doctor. I do not... I do not have that issue with Emma Watson, though. Uh, I haven't really seen her in anything else. We just watched her in some movie with Tom Hanks about Facebook, oh. um, and uh, it it didn't feel like Hermione at all. Okay. Um, Did she so have I don't really know, like what that thing is? That's like this person I only see as Jim, right? Or like, hmm. I mean, like I know it's Hermione up there, but like I don't like see Hermione. Right. I guess maybe it's like, well. I don't know. I feel, yeah, it's hard to say, hard to say. Like I also don't see Pam when I'm with when I was watching the. I stopped watching it because I just lost track. But when I was watching her new sitcom, mm-hmm. I didn't see like Pam in that. What is that new sitcom called? Breaking up together or something? Yeah. And Wait, uh, isn't splitting, splitting up together up. that one new show about the two like millennials that are really annoying? Uh, splitting up together is is the one with uh, Jenna Fisher and her husband. They split up, but then they still live in the yeah house together. We watched this episode of that, and didn't we? Yeah, you didn't like it. No, it wasn't really. I mean, it was fine sometimes. Yeah, I just really invested. That's fair. That's kind of how I felt too. Like I, I thought it was fine, but I didn't, you know, fall in love with the show, and so I was like, meh. But anyway, in that, I didn't see. I wasn't like, why is Pam dating this other guy? You know? Right. Yeah. 
I didn't feel that way either. Yeah. Um, and the quiet place. Uh, a quiet place. Oh yeah. So then, when we have this quiet bar, we'll call it a quiet place. Right. Yeah. And then if <laughs> they get too loud, the big monsters will come in and like take them. It'll be like Ooh. temple guard. Yeah. And like they get too loud, and like the temple guards come out of the booth behind you and take you out. Right. But they have to. Like, they come out at like top speed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was like it was like a. What I really loved about the movie was that like it was made with like his friends and his wife and like they yeah. made a movie together and they acted in a movie together and I'm sure that felt great. Yeah. Um, but it just was, and it's a great scenario. Like mm-hmm. I love their house and like the situation they were in. I just feel like the where the movie went was not worth it. Okay. Like, the ending of the movie was I did not like a, that was not satisfying at all and yeah uh, like the found weakness of the monster or whatever was was weird i agree yeah it was like semi anticlimactic at the end yeah because just like well i guess we shouldn't give spoilers in case someone hasn't seen it but <laughs> i would recommend watching it i would not say it was a great movie true yeah i think yeah it was worth a watch but I I went on when MoviePass was still like alive and active. I went, I used that, so it was kind of like I wasn't really paying for oh. the movie. So movies, quiet place, quiet bar, loud bar. <laughs> the episode night out we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, so we also see in this episode uh, all of the evidence towards Ryan's drug problems. Do they ever come back to Ryan's drug problem? in this episode like when he like falls from when he when he flies too close to the sun yeah uh after that does does do they ever like be like well like brian used to have an addiction i feel like there are some times when they mention it but towards the later like seasons and stuff it's not brought up anymore as far as i can remember but i feel like it is a thing for a little bit Mm -hmm. especially around the time he's hired back on as temp again you know, um, yeah. but yeah, so he's got lots of problems going on here and we see his like fidgeting and constantly going to the bathroom in quotes and, and Michael and Dwight are somehow oblivious despite Dwight's keen sense of knowing when people are on drugs. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. like though that when they go back to um, Ryan's apartment at the end of the night, I like that his apartment is like a realistic New York apartment. It's like one. It's a studio basically. Like yeah. A, and I was like, oh, because I couldn't remember what it was, but like part of me was like, uh, it's gonna be like some sort of like fancy loft with like a ex- excellent view and stuff. But like when they showed, I'm like, oh, it's actually just a studio. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if he is, like, the vice president of his company. Yeah, because I imagine maybe it's, like, downtown still, so you're still thinking, like, I don't know, 2500 to 3000 a month on a studio, which is ridiculous. <clears throat> but, yeah, so it's kind of cool to see that. And then you have the very awkward moment when Michael's like, Ryan, we're going to take off your clothes. And he's just <laughs> like, no! <laughs> How creepy. Did you ever hear, like, when you were in school, um, yeah. people talk about, like, people talk about their, their friend's drug problem as my friend Troy. No. So I, like, 
I like I know I I feel like my friend Troy has is like a code code for like anonymous like that's like my friend Troy means like I'm not going to say any names like my friend Troy oh. um, and I don't know if it's because of the office no because like I know I, I feel like I felt this mm-hmm. when I was in high school like this this wasn't like a, a thing it's not like an office reference to me like it's it's a a cultural just thing. A thing people say like oh. maybe in dare or something huh. um so like I don't know if I'm making that up or for it. <laughs> yeah. some kind of Mandela effect. Like Did you I, have a lot of friends with drug problems in the in high school? I had no friends Troy. <laughs> I didn't have any friends called Troy either. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder if there's like some sort of thing. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, my my initial I Google just, results don't find anything, but yeah, I'm. It's just. It's a weird. I mean, it's not like I I attribute office like very very tiny office lines to like memories in my past life and my in my <laughs> your past, past like life. previous life. <laughs> uh, in my past, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, but like that one. Yeah. Like to me, rings like oh, that's like the code for anonymous not. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I guess technically this would be a little... Well, you graduated in 2008, right? Yeah. So if you heard it in the spring of 2008, it wouldn't be too late, I guess. But I think this episode came out towards the end. What would be the end of your high school? That's even weirder, because, like... Yeah. I didn't... I mean, and I, I watched The Office when I was in high school, but not really until after high school. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if it is sort of like a... We'll have to do a poll. Be like, who else has heard of their friend? This this use of my friend Troy as a as sort of like a default way of saying it's actually me that has a drug problem. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it is kind of like a, almost adult of Ryan to like. Rec- I mean, he recognizes he has a problem, but of course, he doesn't state that it's him who has it. Right. But um, I mean, and his friend Troy might have a drug problem. Well, probably. <laughs> seems like uh you know they travel together in that sort of realm but but yeah but nobody helped them nobody and, helped them uh michael sing or dwight sings him a lullaby oh uh, he does and then michael realizes that this is what he wanted it wasn't about the horniness it was the loneliness it was the loneliness um and he's like some people someone famous once said boys on the side I say, let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> like, what? Oh, Michael. He's so ridiculous. I guess the only other thing to mention about that storyline is that uh, Dwight was like, ended up making out with the one basketball player. And then Michael videotapes it and apparently sends it to every single person. But there's no reaction to it except for like, oh. I'm surprised they didn't have a scene with like Angela saying something about it or whatever. Well, Angela's with Angela's. Is she engaged yet? I don't know, but she's yanking someone's chain. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think she's engaged yet, right? Because that happens during the. Uh... Isn't Jim planning to? Jim plans on proposing, but like yeah. Andy proposes he, on that night. Yeah, he calls out like the the uh, marching band or whatever. 
though. But doesn't he? Is that the I, part? I thought he like got up on a stage where there was like a band playing. Yeah. It's in the parking lot though, isn't it? Or is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just... Is it Goodbye Toby? It might like, be. Toby? So it'll be like in two episodes. Oh. Yeah. Um, speaking of Toby, let's talk mm-hmm. about the other plot. Yeah. So night in, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with Michael going out to get laid, as he put it, um, everyone's in the office working late so they don't have to come in on Saturday. Although, I don't know, it sounds kind of cozy to come in on Saturday, but maybe that's just I love fun. working on Saturday. <laughs> I feel like it's a nice, especially if you have Michael who's going to do like a scramble, like an egg scramble. Oh, no, if scramble everyone was there, I do not want to work on Saturday. Oh, you just want to work alone on Saturday? I love working alone. <laughs> Nobody's there. And like I can just focus and do work, and I love it. I can get that. I can get behind that. That's kind of why, like in the morning, I teach at eight a.m. this semester, and I usually go try to get into campus by like six, and so then I'm just the only person working on my entire floor for, Mm -hmm. you know, up until I go to class, and I'm like, ah, the department is to me and to me alone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice little feeling. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I uh, was still in grad school. We, I used to do that up on our floor of our department too. Like I would, instead of going in the morning, I would stay very late. And so I'd be there sometimes until the cleaners came at like 10 or 11. (laughs) And almost always they would open the door in shock and be like, oh, there's someone here. And I'm like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just working. (laughs) But there's something about like a quiet building that's kind of, you know. Yeah. And like it being an office is really nice. Like because, like, if I'm at home and it's 10 o'clock, like, I'm not going to be doing work. No, uh, that's true. Yeah. But, like, in an office, I'm like, okay, I'm here to do work. And, right. And it L- feels good. Yeah, a little more sense of obligation, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, so they, they have stay to late. enter in. Um, I like these, these just, like, poor decisions that Dunder Mifflin makes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like having social media on their website, like, on your paper and <laughs> your like paper selling website. Like what? It is such a like it's such a thing that sites do. Like I've definitely seen some forums on sites that are like, why does this site have a forum? <laughs> yeah, and like a, a you know in two thousand eight, like social media craze was like going on. Yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, general mills i'm i'm pretty sure it was general mills had on their like cereal boxes like you rule school.com was like their website could, like, yeah. go and play shockwave games and yeah. uh and like was... just that kind of stuff where it's like just you, you we're just like we're just here to sell you paper right um what are what are what are children doing on this <laughs> social media on this like paper supply hey. You know, I think I think every child needs, you know, access to buying reams of paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an essential it's an essential right, you know? It's like it's like grooming them for a lifetime of buying paper from Dunder Mifflin. Like it is. For yeah. the, the rest of their lives they'll think back to their you know, their 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 Dunder Mif- Mifflin infinity social media presence. Yeah. Like how we look fondly back on like MySpace and Zanga and stuff. Shadow Mage. Ah, yeah. On DunderMifflin.com. <laughs> yes. Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Dub- yeah, Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Um, 
I do. Yeah, I think that was. A, I remember that being a big thing too. I did you ever? Do you remember the the channel the N or Noggin? Yeah. Okay. I remember they had also this sort of uh, on their site. You could go and like chat with people too, and sometimes if you were on the chat during some commercials, they would live stream the chat back Whoa. in the day, and so like your uh, comments could show up on TV. That like, just sounds like a recipe for disaster. It yeah right. <laughs> I don't remember seeing anything scandalous, but I remember like, you know, I was in some sort of like cutesy relationship back in the day, and I was like, I love blah blah blah, and I remember trying to get that to show up. I don't think it did, but you never like saw your you never saw the chat. Did you ever like watch the commercial and then look at the chat and like see if they lined up? I did not because back in the day, you know, you had to be like dialed up and stuff. It wasn't as easy as it is now. So, but yeah, I remember that being a thing and I was like, oh, how cool. Like we have a voice, you know, (laughs) even though we didn't really, but, um, but yeah, so them having to stay though and like clock sales as if they were sales through the website is a little shady for sure. (laughs) Like this, this is a bit fishy. And I love that people are calling Stanley to ask him how to use the website. (laughs) Stanley like, has Stanley no idea. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they should be calling Kelly because she would know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The exchange between Ke- Kelly and Ryan, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. Uh, Number one, is... dare you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> um, I just love, like, their. There's something to be said about their sort of, like, love hate relationship, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, uh,. How classic that they, Jim apparently forgot to tell anyone else that they were staying late, probably because it was a very last minute decision, honestly. It seemed like it was. And um, so then they're locked inside, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't have thought to, number one, I wouldn't have thought to tell the security guard that we were staying late. Um, And number two, I wouldn't have thought to the security guard right no i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have expected the gate to be like i don't know padlocked shut <laughs> like you <laughs> see cars in the parking lot can we leave right it's like yeah you're just gonna close it up even though, well then again i guess hank would have been the one to close it and he's a little salty because he didn't get his bonus because jim forgot yeah. so maybe that's why he's like ah you guys actually stayed past me well here's your comeuppance well, maybe if Hank weren't such a salty, yeah, guard, so a salty guard, I like that uh, his saltiness ultimately worked against him because you know he comes <laughs> he comes eventually, but by the time he gets there, everyone's already left. But you know he's not going to blame himself for it. Oh no, he's not going to be like, "Well, I should have been here earlier." Right. Yeah, let me put my damn socks on. I definitely have done that before, though, where like called my landlord. I locked myself out of my house and um, I called my landlord and said, like, we need to get in my house. And it was like three hours later and he wasn't there yet. And like, we ended up breaking in. Yeah. And like, I didn't call him and he showed up later (laughs) and I was like, no, sorry, we got in. And like, I didn't even, I mean, it's petty, but like, I didn't even feel bad at that point because it was five hours later and you live down the street. No, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't feel bad either. And, like, I, we had, like, my cat was with us, so, like, we couldn't even, like, go anywhere or anything. Like, yeah. 
like he didn't want to sit in the hallway for that long right right no i um it's kind of funny i i guess like so when mass and i were living in together in bloomington at, at our one place we somehow managed to lock ourselves out continuously like at least three times and um we never thought about calling the landlord <laughs> i always just <laughs> i always just ripped off the screen of the front window and like crawled through because if i had it, a way to get in i would have done it without yeah. calling yeah because like our i mean in hindsight it's kind of it's kind of creepy probably because those windows didn't lock so like you can just break in so i'm like well if anyone else wanted to break in i guess they yeah. could <laughs> hopefully nobody sees me doing this right <laughs> no one sees me crawling through this bush and uh yeah. crawling through the window but but yeah so um yeah and no i'm surprised no one even tries initially to try to like crawl over the 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 fence and escape it's not until toby the creep decides to jump the fence and leave i guess no one else was desperate enough maybe i mean they all had cars yeah that's true surely toby left his car there too but after you you know are giggling and then touch someone's leg (laughs) and everyone's just quiet everybody looks at it like i love that shot where (laughs) it just like goes to everybody staring at it (laughs) yeah and then uh he just announces that he's moving not even like going on a trip he's like just moving to costa rica um probably actually motivated by his desire to escape the murders that he's done but yeah that was the boiling point i don't think because like costa rica is costa rica like any part of america that's it's just puerto rico is the is the territory right yeah yeah costa rica is just in south america independent yeah it's uh oh toby 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 after he had been doing so well he had the number of hank even though he didn't know his name and he was people were laughing at his joke Mm -hmm. and then he just took a step too far he just got a little too comfortable a little too comfortable been there toby (laughs) you've also not exactly there (laughs) so you've also laughed and then held on to someone's knee (laughs) (laughs) i have been i have i have ventured too far into comfort yeah that's fair (laughs) made made a dumb mistake made a dumb i don't actually have like an example in my head that's okay i just know the feeling (laughs) but um but yeah, so then they finally get out because of Oscar's ability to talk to the the uh, janitorial staff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though he's like, oh, you would just assume they speak Spanish? And then they yeah. do. <laughs> and then he was like, they happen to speak Spanish. And Jim was like, lucky us. <laughs> like it would have been unlucky for them to speak English. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much... Oh, the only other, like, funny thing there is when Angela and Andy... Andy's like, who else thinks that we're a better couple than Jim and Pam? (laughs) And every single person, except maybe Creed, raises their hand. Were you... Are you looking at my trivia question? (laughs) No, that was also one of mine, but... I mean, yeah, that's the only thing, the only, the only person who I didn't see was Creed. I don't know if you, yeah, yeah. I don't Creed, think he did. He seems indifferent, you know, 
Although he was the only person who... What's that? I don't think he knew what was going on. No, he's just like, people are in relationships here. He was checking his, his website social media account. <laughs> he was. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode. Creed just wanted people to get out of his living room. Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to go to bed here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. <clears throat> yep, that's... That's pretty much it. Yep. Do you have any other quotes from these epi- this episode? Uh, I think my favorite was, Ryan, it's Michael and Dwight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I know. <laughs> they should have known then that it was bad news, that something was off. Also, uh, the interaction that he had with Ryan, where it was, where Ryan was like, "You should, you should see the girls I meet at the clubs in the city," and he's like, "Yeah," and Ryan's like, "Unreal," and Michael's like, "They sound great." <laughs> yeah. Um, I like when Ryan breaks the glass, and Michael's just like, "Wow, that's dangerous." <laughs> and then, um. There's also the part where uh, Pam explains that Dwight has both sets of keys, and he's like, "Listen, if I if I'm dead, you guys have been dead for weeks." <laughs> uh, yep. What about? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about uh, trivia? Um. Besides the one I stole. <clears throat> where does Ryan go to get some glamour? To get some glamour. Uh-huh. Does he go to the powder room? <laughs> uh, does, no. does he go to the champagne room? <laughs> um, Cabo. That's what he says when he's like talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, does he, doesn't he say he didn't want to go there because it, he doesn't go to a third world country? Or is Cabo not third world? Yeah, he's like, when you think about it, Cabo's like third world... Uh, I don't. I don't want to go there to see poverty. I go there to get some glamour, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, is Cabo a country? I, I meant to look it up. I don't know. Cabo, maybe a city. Cabo. Let us look. Is it Cabo San Lucas? Yeah, Cabo. Oh. Hmm. Cabo is a uh, in Mexico. Oh, huh. Hmm. Huh. Ah. <laughs> now we know. Um, who says their real name during this episode? Someone says their real name. Uh huh. As in, like their actor real name. Yes. What? Or um, actress. Oh. Um... Oh. Um, or actor. Or, or actor. <laughs> <laughs> Who would say this? Is it is their name real name different to their character name? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Who would say okay, who says a lot of things? Um, I'm going to guess how about mm, Ryan? No, Ryan does not say BJ during this episode. 
<laughs> he doesn't talk about BJ's? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he might. Uh, uh, what about Andy Bernard? It is Andy. Oh. Uh, when they're talking, when Jim asks the security guard's name, Andy uh, says, it's, um, his real name is Ed Helm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interesting, okay. Uh, I wonder if it was planned or if they were just, like, shouting out names. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel <laughs> it was an improv thing. Yeah. I did, yeah, I love that Creed was the only one who actually knew, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Hank. Tank. Uh, well, he is basically roommates with the guy. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, how many people think Andy and Angela are a better couple than Jim and Pam? Oh, everyone but one. Um, yeah. Do I have to? Do I have to count them? It's fine. It's nine. Okay. <laughs> nine is the count of the people minus Creed. Okay. Um. And uh, my last one is, what are the numbers on Ryan's wall? The numbers on his, oh, uh, on his door, you mean? No, on his, like, wall. He has, like, uh, like canvas picture kind of things. Oh. 66. So it's, like, in kind of a triangle. Oh. Um, if you, it's, like, it's the, if you think of, like, a, like an arrow pointing left, like that's how the triangle is oh, aligned. Okay. And so like the left one is seven, and the top one is three, and the bottom one is one. Why? Uh, I don't know. I have <laughs> three numbers, and I think of an area code, and I know that in uh, in my hometown, which is like kind of close to Scranton, the area code is 717. Yeah. So I don't know if 713 might be Scranton's area code. I've never, I can't... I, didn't actually look. Maybe. I know in New York City there are 714 and 718. Mm. Oh, then maybe it's a New York area code. Weird. Let's look up area code 713. Oh, that's a strange thing to have on your wall. Oh, no. 713 is in Houston. Okay. That's probably not it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's 731. Or maybe it's an Illuminati thing. It would read like 731. 731 is Tennessee. Oh, no. Mem- Memphis area. Weird. I don't understand. Or, Unit 731 was a covert biological and chemical warfare research and development unit. Well, that was probably it. Maybe that's it. Wasn't he talking about how the world's gonna... Nuclear holocaust. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's like a, a hint to that. Unit 731. Or maybe we're just tying things together to don't belong together. <laughs> but now it oddly fits. Like you would do if you were looking into the Illuminati. That's true. Are you saying that people are just uh, a little crazy when they talk about the Illuminati? No. Oh. I think rich people rule the world. And I just, I think the Illuminati would have a lot of power. <laughs> fair. Fair, fair. Um, I... Now I'm trying to think if I have any other trivia that's not been mentioned. Uh, I have one at least. At what... Did I steal all your trivia questions? Um, well, I didn't really have many to begin with, so that's my bad. Let's see. What time did they finish with their work at the office? Ooh. Uh, 8.30. Nope. A little later. 
832. <laughs> it was 903. I wouldn't um, got there eventually. Yeah. 903 p.m. Um, I think that might be my only trivia thing. Because I was going to ask also like what the name of the club was, but we mentioned that right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. I'm, I'm failing oh, yeah. on the trivia today. I, uh, I said that they went prerogative to smoke out your trivia question. You probably did. You're like, uh-huh. Um, I should have looked up what the, what the address of the club they went to in, in L.A. was called. Or what it was. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what I just said. Because <laughs> it was actually filmed in L.A. But oh. Could have been like, what was the name of the club in L.A. that this was filmed at? Something you'd never know. That would have been a really hard question. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all the trivia then. Let's talk about a Dundee. I am finally going to give oh gosh. Jim a Dundee. <gasps> Why? Because the Dundee I'm going to give him is the Curse of Three Dundee. The Curse of Three? And now Jim will forever be cursed. Wait, Curse because of Three? Oh, yeah, okay, so... Uh, Have you been watching Andy too many Halloween go, things? Oh. <laughs> he wants to go to uh, go to the club, and he's like, I'm, uh, you know, a lot more chain than ball recently. And Dwight's like, no, singles only. Also, three is unlucky. Curse of three. Oh. And Mike was like, sorry, we can't take any chances on curses tonight. Uh, and then they go. Okay. So, so now, the curse of three I am giving to Jim. So you're just cursing Jim. Yeah. Okay. He has letters in his name, and it'll always be cursed. <laughs> you're welcome, world. Fair. I I think I'm going to have to give the um, the helping out, giving a helping hand, Dundee, to the uh, cleaning crew for uh, releasing mm-hmm. them from their troubles. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I, I didn't think, think of helping one. Helping in Spanish. Yes. And... Uh, for Oscar for being the interpreter in the situation. All right. Let's talk about ratings then. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I laughed a lot during the episode. I thought the jokes were very funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) I feel like it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't like uh, it's not like a super memorable episode. It's not like extraordinary. Yeah. I don't like the club. I don't like seeing Michael try to get laid. Like <laughs> trying and failing miserably. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give it three and a half creepy leg grabs out of five. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm gonna go ahead and say that you uh, also stole my uh, rating <laughs> scale. So I'm gonna use my secondary rating scale. Uh, 3.5, you said? 3.5, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to go a little lower. I I don't think, I same, I don't think this episode is too memorable. It has some good moments, but some of it's kind of like, meh. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a three slow claps out of five. All right. Uh, so that brings our official threat level podcast score this episode to 3.25 creepy slow claps out of five. Nice. And the slow, slow claps. Like, I like that one better. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That's true. Toby's leg grab was anything but slow, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lingering. <laughs> so that then brings us to the end of the episode discussion. So uh, if you have any thoughts or feelings, dear listeners, go ahead and let us know on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST, or you can send us an email at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. And next time, we'll be back then with uh, the second to last episode of the season, the name of which I cannot remember. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> I, I saw it. I looked at it. I know it. I know it. Um... It is? Did I stutter? Anyway, so yes, we'll be back next time with Did I Stutter? But uh, for those of you who are motivated, you can stick around for what we call Threat Level Podcast. Should I get the microphone in my mouth like Madison? I think that's the, the proper way to do it. Okay. Threat Level Podcast After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Marilyn Manson song. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> um, so this is the part where we talk about things we've been watching, reading, listening to, contemplating, experiencing. If we haven't talked enough about our personal lives yet this episode. We haven't, I don't think. You want to hear more? It's not, uh, a, true, <laughs> it's not a true Threat Level Podcast episode unless it's run one hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that gives us 30 minutes to talk about whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I will mention something that I think it seemed like you had also checked out a little bit. Are you going first so I don't steal it again? Yes. And I was going to talk, I have another thing I can talk about, but I want to talk a little bit about Black Clover. Okay. So Black Clover, for those who don't know, is available on Netflix and probably things like Crunchyroll. I don't know. I don't have that. Oh, is it on Netflix? It's definitely on, I mean, Hulu. It's on Hulu. I was definitely watching it illegally. Oh. Uh, Maybe you can but, get farther then, because I Hulu only has up to episode like fifty one or something. Does it have the dub? No. Okay. I don't think that, so. Yeah, I don't and think I so. And I don't know why Hulu does that, but like Hulu often does not have the dub. Yeah, or they'll dub they'll introduce the dub episodes very slowly. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why. But anyway, so I watched all the episodes that are on Hulu, <laughs> which is a lot of episodes. Um and yeah, I kind of, it's basically about these uh, kids who grew up together, both want to become, in a world of magic, both want to become the most powerful magic user, which is called the Wizard King. And it's basically about the story of those two as they make their way into their quest to become mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. But how did you, how much of you did you end up watching? I've seen, I want to say, the first five-ish episodes. I Once he joined the Black Bulls, that was the last episode. Okay. And what are your thoughts so far? It is the closest thing to Naruto that could possibly <laughs> exist. Uh, uh, yes. Without being Naruto. I do also feel like it is not as good as Naruto. Mm. Um, I think that like when it comes to uh friendship and bonds and um likable characters i think naruto does all of those things better i think it also does like at least for up to the point that i'm at in the story like i feel like naruto's story picked up pretty quickly um this one still doesn't have like a grand scenario yet 
uh, it'll come five episodes yeah um, but it's a bit more slow on the on the uptake and like i just don't like uh asta as much as i like naruto that's fair i don't i mean i feel like personally it's a little quicker than the original naruto just because mm-hmm. <laughs> let's not forget the battle of the bridge which was like 62 yeah. episodes long yeah um, and like the filler in naruto is way out of control yeah and like i don't know if that exists in black clover at all but no uh, it's so it can't not, be as bad as <laughs> no it can't nothing is as bad as naruto except maybe bleach with fillers but yeah. um <laughs> but uh yeah i can see that it's definitely it definitely has like that typical rivalry with like one person who's like over ambitious and loud and boisterous and the other one uh-huh. who's like brooding <laughs> so like yeah. that mirrors it perfectly um there is one, like the the head of whatever without any actual skills in the matter <laughs> right uh, yeah exactly and um i do think it's an interesting sort of i guess this is introduced pretty pretty early on it's not terribly spoiler spoilery but um that you have of course one person who is already very gifted with magic and then asta who can't even use magic at all mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of an interesting I mean, I guess maybe it's not that novel, but it's kind of an interesting thing I thought to take in a in a position that they didn't choose to make him like weak in magic, where like it's going to, kind of like, I guess right. Naruto was never really weak because like from very early on he could do like you know insane shadow clone stuff, but that's because he stole yeah, the like, scroll. He can still try to do a clone; he just sucks at doing clones. Right, exactly. But they chose to give someone to put someone in who didn't have any magic at all, and yet is still doing well in, right. in the world. So it's kind of. And of course that gets even more sort of like epic and cool as you get further into the series, but it's a cool premise, I think. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I, after watching those first couple of episodes of Black Clover, um, I got really in the mood to get into a show that like has, um, like it was setting up like, like a lot of characters each with like, a a certain power like they all have a specialty or whatever yeah. and like there's a you know an or an overarching organization and like um like that kind of a show so like naruto or bleach or black clover or hunter hunter and yeah. uh, um and so like it does it does set up this cool world that like you want to explore yeah for um, sure i'm not yeah. super attached to any of the characters yet which i think is like the reason why i stopped watching it that's um, fair. Yeah, it takes a little while to get into the characters. Um, I feel like it does do a good job of developing it, though, as you get further yeah. on. But it was, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was nice to get back into an anime again because it's been a little, it's been quite yeah. a long time since I've watched one. So I was like, huh. or a new one, I should Five, say. Four, one, two, 50 episodes is a. It's pretty sizable, it's, yeah. That's full metal office. True. And, and, Within like fifty-one episodes, the original Full Metal was like over, whereas like this one yeah. isn't finished yet, you know. So it seems right. like it's going to be a Naruto-esque or Bleach-esque length one, but yeah. but yeah. So that's the main thing I was checking out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. What about you? What have you been uh, besides that? So I have. Um... I talk about a group. So speaking of anime, speaking of Saturday morning cartoons, uh, uh, yes, I talk about a group on the podcast a lot. I've shouted out a 
number of their other podcasts Easy called Easy Allies. Allies. <laughs> yep. uh, so one of the members of Easy Allies has spent the last year creating his own... It's not an anime, but it's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Okay. Kind of. Um, so it's made out of like paper puppets. Oh, so yeah. like, um, it's like a person, a, a drawing of a person on a popsicle stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, it's about, it's called Box Peak. And it's about uh, this game. So it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Where like the whole world is obsessed with this game. Uh, and yeah. so they have like giant tournaments and like it doesn't really make any sense why like such big decisions are left to this game but it like that's what it is that's what the scenario is so the game that everyone is obsessed with is called Box Peak um, <laughs> where two competitors get in a box uh, and there are there are two ways to win um, you can either peek out of your box and look at the opponent's box for four seconds or the other way to win is to catch your opponent peeking. Yeah. Um, and so he has been creating this uh, this show for the past year, and it is coming out now. Um, they oh. had their first like episode on Friday, I want to say. Oh, cool. Uh, and so every Monday after this is going to be a new episode, and it's like I think it's six episodes long the first season. Okay. And it's on YouTube? Yep, on YouTube. Oh, cool. uh, just look up Box Peak. Uh, every episode will have like a Q&A afterwards of, of Kyle and like what the the creation process was like. Oh, cool. Um, that's cool. And and so you want to check out the first episode that's out now. And I'm sure the second episode will be out by now, by the time this podcast goes oh, up. But... For sure. <laughs> Maybe even the third. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. And... Uh... Yeah, I think I think you, I remember you saying something about that earlier when they must have released like a sneak peek or something. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm sure I did because I love Box Peak. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds, it sounds like such a like a. I mean, like I would get if you tell somebody like it's this paper puppet show and it's kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon. I would get people would be like, I'm not gonna watch that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, Kyle is so funny and it is so like well done and so creative in the way that it uses the media, like yeah. the way that it uses the fact that it is paper puppets, um, that it's just like, it's so interesting and fun to watch. Yeah. No, it's a cool concept. And I don't know. I think that people, people are still like really into those sort of like Saturday morning esque sort of, cartoons yeah. you know like just think of like adventure time is not that old but a lot of people even our age seem to be very into it yeah. i never understood but i mean i never gave it i never <laughs> gave it a chance I've, yeah. I've tried adventure time and i can't but yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of people do yeah but it's kind of fun i guess there's something that's sort of like reminiscent about those type of of shows yeah. it, it is funny though because it also seems like a sort of mockery of things like Yu-Gi-Oh, where big life decisions were were like dependent on a single card game, like a match between two people. Right. Like you know, I think even as much as the end of the world at one point. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you better win that card game, otherwise the world's ending. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a seems like a fun thing. I don't know. Maybe that's a good idea. We've never tried it, so. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So box peak. 
have to definitely check it out. All right. Anything else you'd feel like shouting out, talking about? I think I'm going to save my next shout out for next week, but I'm very excited for a new show that I've been watching. We'll oh. talk about it after the podcast, but I'm going to save my official shout out for next week. Okay. Sounds good. Well, in that case, we shall bid you guys adieu, dear listeners. Um, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST, and also send us an email, threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I will definitely check the emails at some point to make sure no one sent any. Uh, but we will be back next week with uh, Did I Stutter? So thanks, everyone, and goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.